0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: She can talk
2: to the animals.
3: Laura Psychic Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Psychic Radio Show on TalkRadio.com, starring world famous animal communicator.
4: Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better.
3: Log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com. For all things animal communication, go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, and find today's post and in the comments section, post your animal's photo and your question so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. Uh, call in at 917-889-2693 and join us in the chat room. It's open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aikusu Hara. Welcome to the Pets Psychic like Radio Show. Hi, Laura.
1: How's it going, I We missed you last week.
3: I know,
4: It was so sad.
3: I really wanted to be here.
4: I, I missed you guys. Yeah, we sent out some
3: prayers for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, everything went well with the, you know, these things can go. The funeral was really nice, and my aunt passed away, so,
1: you know, it,
3: Yeah. And uh but everything went really well, and, you know, it's a good chapter for us, and I'm feeling pretty good about it.
4: Good, good. Well, lots of
3: love to you and the family. Thank you. Um, on another note, just going back a couple of weeks, we started talk talk to uh, Fenway um, oh, yeah. about his haircut. And I know I showed it to you. I don't know if I, you know, uh, if I shared it with the, the audience yet, but uh, Fenway got his haircut that you told us about or you translated for me. You
4: did uh, a full-on mohawk, though, did you? What did you give him?
3: Yeah, he gave him a mohawk. But not oh, down his like
4: back, a, right? It's on his head.
3: It's on his head. It's a faux hawk, kind of. <laughs>
4: and
1: okay,
3: he's well, got his little booties and his boot cut, and he looks like a really funky kind of dog.
1: I know. He's so super cute. <laughs> um, did we add- What does he think of his hair could do? Yeah.
4: Okay, I'm going to get Fenway. Fenway, Aussie, uh, eyes, Aussie doodle. He says, I'm here, I'm here. I got to tell you something. I got a haircut, just what I wanted. Everyone thinks I look awesome. (laughs) They play with my feet and my head, do they?
3: Um, yes, I know what he's talking about.
4: <laughs> they love me. <laughs> also, I gotta tell you something, Mom. He says he likes to go up and around twice, up and around twice. Do you know what that is? Is that like do you walk like a block twice or something?
3: Oh. Um, we have this walk that we go up a hill, and it's it's two and a half mile walk. But does that mean he wants to do the walk twice in one day?
1: Yeah,
4: I thought he meant. Do you want it twice in one day, family, or do you want it like like twice right right after each other? Twice in one day.
1: How long does it take you?
4: Like forty
3: minutes. Oh,
1: my God, that is a long time.
4: Well, twice in one day, I get it together. Oh, my
3: goodness. So
4: my friend, Tina, who owns Aloha Dog Grooming, she is, like, my idol in the fact that she has, like, every animal known to, like, farm animal you can possibly think of. She has, like, a pig. She has um she has dogs, cats, so, like, 12 cats or something. She's got lum, alpacas. She has turkeys, she's goats. she's got sheep, she's got miniature ponies, she's got donkeys. She just has everything you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And so she's been wanting to get a yak. And uh, now she has a yak, who's like 10 days old. So when the yak gets a little older, we're going to have to talk to it. But what's so funny about her is that, well, she can, of course, do what I can do. You know, she can talk to them, but she's like, She's like, Laura, I don't want you to come over and talk to the animals. I'm like, why? She's like, because I don't like hearing what they want. She's like, I don't <laughs> want to know what they want. And she's like, because, you know, you once talked to the turkeys and they wanted something in the trees, and I just, you know, they have their roots that I make them. You know, I'm not going to put something in the trees for them. And she's like, she's like, I just more work for me to do. She's like, they need to, like, have a good life. Like, I mean, her place is, like, the coolest place ever, so... She's like they just need to be happy with what they have. So it was right. interesting because I was like, maybe that's my fault, not hers. Because like a lot of people want to know, or like not her animals. Because like a lot of people want to know, like what can my people do for me more, you know, or what can or like what can I do more for my animals, or what do my animals want more of? Right. So I think I go in with that like one of my set questions, you know, when people are like, I don't know, just ask my animal anything, you know. I think some that might be one of my set questions I ask them, like what can your people do for you? Right, because that's, that's like a common like, one. Yeah, it's like a common one. So, like, Tina's all, like, mad at me that I do that. Or not mad at me, but now she doesn't want me to talk to her animals because she doesn't want to
1: – she
4: wants to be happy with their life. And,
1: then, and she says to me,
4: she goes, I think you do more for your animals than I, than I would do for my animals. Now, this is the same girl that will spend, like, $5,000 to rescue, like, a 10-day-old, you know –
3: lamb so I don't right. know what she's talking about but <laughs> <laughs> well, Tina is awesome and she's so cool I, uh, the video so me a little clip of then the pig and he's so awesome and I really want a pig just like him
1: oh yeah
4: so she wants to talk to you about getting a pig because she says that it's like really not the best thing for you to do she says really hard
3: well see that was why I was scared to get one
4: I think we could have her on the show one day.
3: I know. I know, like a million <laughs> she'll questions for her. You'll
4: hear like blow dryers in the background and she'll be like <laughs> screaming over the blow dryer. <laughs>
3: okay. Well, we'll have to have her on when she's not at Aloha Dog Grooming.
4: <laughs> well, she's always there when she's not,
3: you know. So. Yeah.
4: And during our show. Okay.
3: Yeah. You, okay.
2: First
4: call
3: uh, today we do not have call screeners, so we're just blindly called. We're gonna shout out four numbers of your phone number. And so when you hear your number being called, get ready and uh, just go ahead and let us know uh, who you know your animal is, what they look like, and what your question is. So zero one eight four, you are on. Tell us who, you, who is your animal? and uh, describe what they look like, and what is your question? Go ahead.
5: Hi. Um, this is this is Rachel, an animal that I'm calling about. We've technically named him Endymion, but we're calling him Little Tux because it's a lot easier. Um, he's a not-feral that literally walked into my, my downstairs into a hard case. Um, he's gotten fixed, and I'm actually picking him up after... The, after the show is over when I go out, and he's, he's too nice, and I'm trying to find him uh, a family, so I, I want to know if he really does want to stay inside and find a family and be a house companion, or if he would prefer if I just let him go back. And I do actually have a, a picture of him up on the Facebook. Yeah, scene
4: see him. So does, is he part of the like a feral community, or is he?
5: He he showed up about about four days ago, um, and he was trying desperately to make friends with Great White, and Great White was having absolutely none of it. And so, I well, I got you know, his attention. He a,
4: did he have a home?
5: No, he's not chipped. He wasn't. Um, he wasn't fixed, and. I haven't been able to find anybody that's uh, that's missing a cat.
4: Okay, let's get him. Little Tug. Good to talk to you, Rachel. Okay. Good to talk to you. <laughs> All right, Little Tuck. Did you hear? He asked, where is he? You're on the radio, honey. <laughs> I'm on the radio? <laughs> Who can hear me? Everyone can hear you, honey. Everyone's listening to what you have to say. Do they know that that I like boxes and trees too? I think he was listening to the turkey story with the turkey over one of the roost in the trees. You do? I like homes. But I don't want a home where I'm inside all the time. Okay. I want to go inside, outside. I like men that say, I'll get your belly. (laughs) Will he let you rub his belly?
5: Yes. He literally, (laughs) that was one of the first things he did after he came in was he flopped over and showed me his belly and started purring.
4: That was funny. Did you have a home, little ducks? Yeah, but it was far away.
5: Oh, my goodness. I did
4: some, I did some travel. The why I travel. Because I'm a happy camper. Oh, my goodness. I like to go places. I find lots of people who give me food. But I'd like a home where I can just hang out a lot. One that okay. has a water fountain. And also green grass that's soft. And also I like butterflies. My cat makes like butterflies too. He says maybe he can live somewhere close to where he is now.
5: Um, we're we're looking. We're we're going to see if we can. Um, I actually have a friend who's in Singapore right now, but is coming to Davis to go to law school, and she she has actually expressed an, an interest in adopting him. And if that was the case, he'd be maybe an hour away, but he'd still be kind of in the general area.
4: Oh, yeah. And so when is she coming?
5: She'll actually be back in the city um, in a week and then completely moved in um, right at the beginning of September.
4: Oh, okay. So maybe – and so what would you do with him in this meanwhile?
5: Well, for right now, Nutter has very graciously said that it's okay for him to to stay in the downstairs for for the week. And and after that, we're going to have to figure it out. But – but yeah, Nutter is being exceptionally benevolent since he only he just got is. access.
4: I'm surprised he's not super jealous that he's down in the basement.
5: I know, but he he was he was very sweet about it. He actually, instead of going to the basement door, he he came up and wanted to be picked up. And he was just like, "It's gonna be okay. I know you're trying to help."
4: Oh, how good is that? See, when you talk to the animals, it makes a big difference in their lifestyle. I'm, because they didn't want you to foster another one, did they? No, and I
5: did promise him this isn't a foster. He's just waiting for it
4: all. Oh, he's just waiting.
5: He's a he said house he guest.
4: A, little says he thinks it's a good plan for him.
5: Well, he, okay. he's
4: completely unfazed uh, by the neuter, which is good. That is good. Yeah. That
5: might have something to do with the where am I, though.
4: <laughs> I'm I think there, am I because he was trying to figure out like where is the voice in my head coming from oh <laughs> so maybe
5: That's well Rachel let us
4: know how he does you even call us back when he moves into his new home and we can check and see how he's doing
5: absolutely thank you guys so much
4: oh yeah Rachel thanks, thanks for Rachel. rescuing another one
5: oh,
3: thank it's, you it's, it's... oops I accidentally cut her off sorry <laughs> Rachel Rachel, a caller. Uh, okay, so our next caller is number nine one seven five nine one. You are on the air. Tell us who's your animal. And what is your and describe species and name and all. nine one. Are you there? I
4: don't know. Like you're up a little bit so i don't know if they can hear who you are or what you're saying so i'm going to say Uh so um 7591 you are on the air are you there
1: hello ah that's you can hear you so um so
4: tell us who's your animal today and did you post them on facebook
0: I actually posted it on an email.
4: Oh, Facebook is best because emails are hard. Um, where did you yeah. send it to a, an email?
0: I did. I sent it because I um, called last week and she told me to post it, and I couldn't, so I posted it on the email. And oh. then, um, yeah. So the I email
4: me. on the email on Facebook or email? No,
0: your email at the psychic, um, Laura at.
4: Oh, oh, sorry. That was uh, – um, for all of you who can't post it on the Facebook page and you want to send your picture, you can send it to our Pet Psychic Radio email, which is petpsychicradio at gmail.com. Again, that's petpsychicradio at gmail.com. On my personal email account for my business, laura at thepetpsychic.com, I get so many emails, so there's not a guarantee that I'll see it before the show. Um, uh, So, but that's okay. Just tell tell me what your animal looks like, and um, and uh, we'll go from there.
0: Okay. Well, she's like she's a Papillon. um, I mean, a Pomeranian um, slash maybe a poodle. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, And she had long hair and the Pomeranian undercoat, and she was blonde. And um she hopped like a rabbit, so we named her Bunny and um, so we had to put her to sleep and my question was on the email when we put her to sleep, um, she we the dogs all started barking in that uh, um, vet, veterinarian, and I was just wondering if they were sending her off, or it's, it was just an interesting. So-
1: at the
4: vet, all the not your other dogs, but the other dogs that were at the vet, right. all the dogs
0: at the vet were like, whoop, 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 you know, like really howling at the time that she was passing. Oh my I gosh!
1: Guess.
0: Wow, isn't that neat? I had been in there like all the time because I was giving her fluids, and I kept yeah. taking her back in there, and so no one ever barked like that ever. I never even heard a bark. <laughs> it was just oh,
4: really
0: how neat.
4: Okay, so let's get Bunny and see how she's doing on the other side and if she knows why the dogs were barking when she passed. Okay, let's get her. She says, Mom, I'm here. She says that since she's passed, she's snuggled up a lot close to your armpit. She says she comes and she nests there sometimes. Here in heaven, there's some yummy food you can eat. It's kind of like chicken on the bone, but it's good for you. (laughs) She says she gets to eat it on her bed. Did you used to feed her something like that?
0: Um, well, she ate chicken a lot. She's actually my mom's dog, but I took a lot of care for her, like, in her past few years. And um, so they would give her, like, food, you know. But um,
4: Oh, so what she's saying is that she's able to eat that chicken and maybe nobody has to peel it off the bone for her that she can do it herself. I don't know. I'm going to clarify with her when she said that she's there and that she's snuggling in your armpit. I want to make sure that she's talking about you and not your mom. Okay, yeah. So, Because it might be your mom that she's doing that to, because it was her dog? Her it is her bunny. dog, yeah. Yeah, Bunny was her dog? Yeah, so let me just clarify with her. So, Bunny, when you say you're snuggling in mom's in mom's armpit, do you mean the woman who's on the phone with me, or do you mean your, your mom? She said that the woman is on the phone with you. I would rub my nose up against her. Yeah. But my mom, I'm snuggling in her arms. Oh, that's so cute.
1: Yeah, it's so sweet.
4: So sweet. See, that's where like I can put something to it, you know, because I thought you were mom, so like I could throw it to you instead of your mom. So that's where sometimes it can get confusing or it's like lost in translation error. Oh, she wants to tell you something else. When the dogs were barking, it's because I ran through them and gave them energy. I said, I hope you heal. And I said, believe in love. And then she flew to heaven with wings. Because I always sort of had wings even when I was alive. And I just want all the animals out there to know that when you go to heaven, you find peace. You don't always think you're going to, but I promise you, you do. So sweet. <laughs> sweet she's telling other animals that in case they're nervous.
3: She's Aww. a wise one. She's like she should be on words of wisdom.
4: I know, she, she should. is. Right? <laughs> Aw,
1: thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, yeah. Kevin. Thanks, yeah. Bonnie. <laughs> Do I sound better?
4: You don't sound much better. I was having oh, a hard time to you. Yeah. yeah, I don't
3: know I don't know what what that was, but definitely it was up again. Uh, next caller is three eight four. Tell us who your animal is, what they look like, and what is your question? One three eight four. You are on.
1: Hi, this is Lori from Mississippi. <laughs> Hi, Welcome, Lori. To- oh. So. So Lori, can I see, who is your? Oh, I see your animal here. This little Fay. Yes, that's Faye, my llama. She's famous in the Memphis area, uh, taking her out with a a very big traveling petting zoo to schools, daycares, and all kinds of places. Oh, how fun.
4: So what (laughs) do you want to ask Faye today?
1: (laughs) Well, she's very, very sweet, and she loves uh, people, but I thought it would be awfully nice if we could ha- get a baby. So I took her to a friend's farm about 6 months ago to let her meet her male llama and all she did was spit at him. And I left her there for 4 or 5 days and it didn't get any better, so I brought her back to the farm. And I wanted to see if she, you know, if she would like to have a baby one day.
4: And why she was there, we should tell her why she was there with the With the llama. Okay. We should tell her why she was there, you know, that she was there to get pregnant. So, say, honey, are you listening? I'm so proud of you that you teach all the children to be good and all the people to know about llamas and to know about farm animals. That's such a special job. She says sometimes it's hard work. (laughs) Sometimes it's tiring because they want to pet you, and sometimes they have stinky hands. But you know, I really, I really enjoy it. She says she likes it when people cock their head to a, to the side when they see her.
1: Wonder if they get to
4: watch if people do that if they tilt their head to the side when they see her. Oh, that's so special. Did you know that your mom took you to that other llama farm so that you could have a baby? Do you want a baby? No way do I want a baby. Why don't you want a baby? I've got enough caregiving to give. I take care of a lot of people. (laughs) <laughs> and all the other animals look up to me They really do when they like the a baby I say are you kidding me <laughs> She says she's hungry enough Just eating for herself
1: <laughs> Oh my goodness How cute the- is she I love her Thank you. Ask her if she enjoys getting brushed because she has a bucket with about 20 brushes, and when everyone starts brushing her, she lays down, and she stays that way until it's time to leave. Oh, okay. I wonder then if she likes – what she
4: was sort of telling me before is that she likes more the brushing than the actual hate, like if pet people are petting her. So um, do you like the – she says, tell my mom first that at that farm the llamas were stupid. <laughs> they had like no manners. Well, that's true. She says <laughs> they were completely not normal. But don't you think it's probably the other way around? Like, Faye's the one that's not normal?
1: Mm-hmm. You she's think? pretty <laughs> It seems like she's pretty smart. Uh, the other... No, is but I mean... One... Yeah, no,
4: I think that Faye's smart, but don't you think that Faye's like looking at the other llamas thinking like, hey, why aren't you like me? But really it's more like she's not like them.
1: Yes, and she's handled a lot very gentle, but the other llama was not.
4: No, he has no manners at all.
1: Well, if I find another suitable mate, would she be open to the idea, or is she completely opposed?
4: Mom would really like you to have a baby.
1: She really thinks
4: that would be a real – no, I think we should just buy one. (laughs) Don't you think there's plenty of them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't want to have a baby. Well, that's good. Glad that she told me. So that is a good idea. I can just go buy one.
4: What do you think about all that brushing? You said you didn't like all the hands at you, but you like all the brushing? She says when the hands smell of, like, flavored things, she doesn't like it. It's like they dip their hands in flavored sauce. I wonder what that is. It kind of reminds me of, like, Oh, you think it's just, like, lotion? Oh, maybe, like, suntan lotion or something, maybe? Or, like, you
3: know, with, like, fruit flavor yeah,
4: like or lotion? Yeah, but you wouldn't yeah. think all the kids would have that, or, like, a, the majority mm-hmm. of the kids, do you?
3: Yeah, or hand sanitizer.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah. hand sanitizer.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe.
1: Yeah, we do put hand sanitizer out, and but I'm real careful to watch... Um, the children uh, feeding the animals with wet hands from using the sanitizer, but that may be it. Or will bet that's it. I'll bet that is it. Uh, and Or at festivals, kids will have eaten snow cones, and their hands will be sticky.
4: Uh-oh. Oh, the sticky with the snow cones. That could be
1: it, too. Huh. Exactly. But I love the brushing. <laughs> you just keep brushing, <laughs> kiddos. Yeah, when when people come to festivals and she's sitting down, she's real happy. They even ask me if she's a real llama, and I just can't pass up the opportunity to sometimes say, no, she's a blow-up, can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) She's still. She literally looks like she's a blow-up because she just becomes still completely. And then um, at the end of the event, I just untie her and say, okay, Faye, it's time to go back to the farm. And then she just jumps up, and she's ready to go.
4: She says she only sits at one she doesn't like.
1: (laughs) Well, there was a little boy that was in her face, and he would not leave her alone. He kept pulling her head toward him. And he was in her face and not giving her any space. And I wasn't there, but I was told that the little boy was asked to not do that. And he 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 wouldn't obey. And so I heard that he uh, kind of got a face full of llama spit, and that made him quit. And that's the only time that she's ever... And <laughs> 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 that's the other llama. That's so funny. Right. All right. Right. Well, I meant a person. <laughs> We love her. I love Faye. Uh, oh, thank I you. hope she calls. I hope she calls
3: us back. Um, Lori calls back yeah. in the future. We want to uh, hear about Faye's adventures.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for taking my call. All
3: Today right. Lori. Bye. Oh my I goodness. Love that awesome.
4: She's gonna meet Tina's alpacas. <laughs>
3: Yeah, definitely. You're
4: you're still breaking up, I.
3: I, I'll try next to the end, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Let's go to our next caller, 4335. You know, you know what I
4: think is so funny? I think that our our callers Mm -hmm. have to be a little telepathic to know who's on the air next. (laughs) (laughs) Because we can only hear some numbers.
3: Hello. Yep.
4: How are y'all
6: doing? You got in. (laughs) Um, Hi. Um, you're kind of breaking up a little bit.
4: Am I breaking up?
6: No, you're better. Sorry. Hi, (laughs) hi, Laura. Um, thanks for taking my call.
1: Sure.
6: Um, mine is the the black and tan, uh, Dotson. His name's Oli. Okay. I'm gonna look at him. He's
4: on. And it's under Laura.
6: One of them under Laura.
4: That's my name, too. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, I'm looking. Oh, yeah, here he is, Laura Lamb. Yes. Um, And Ollie. Okay. And so, and my mom would like to know what she can do to help me not bark at family. So is family um, other animals or are family people? It's people, like, we have two other
6: Datsuns, Oscar and Odie as well, And but he's only as our baby. And he really particularly barks at men in the family. He does not like strangers in general, but, like, he's really good with his, like, female family. And uh-huh. um, I just wanted to know if there's a way we could try to help him um not bark, because right now he's having to get put up when my dad comes into the house or something okay, um, so when we're should, visiting, okay. and so I was just wanting to try to communicate with him to see if he could uh, not bark so much.
4: <laughs> yeah, so tell me this, so when you say men in the family, you mean like your dad, but are these men that live with Oli, or they, they come to visit?
6: They just, we go to visit them. So not my husband, but, like, oh, my dad and, um, like, if friends come over or, like, even my father-in-law. Like, okay. he, um, so okay. he, he gets so rolled active cows
4: and cows. barks. Okay. Okay. Let's get Oli and see, see what we can do. Oli, honey, what's going on? We need you to, like, not bark so much when you're nervous. It's better to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and think because there's family that wants to come over to the house, and we would love it if you could get to know them better and at least feel comfortable around them. And sometimes you go to their house, and then it would be so neat if you could feel comfortable with them and so you wouldn't need to be separated. When I see them, I think, oh, no, they're monsters. I don't quite understand this because he says they look like monsters where their skin is going to come off. Ollie, that sounds scary. What do you mean their skin is going to come off? What does that mean? It means there's somebody else under that face. It's like they're different people. Like they're sort of scary. Now I don't like. Do you feel like there's? Do any of these people have like a like inner anger that they don't always show all the time?
6: Um. Well, they're bit like my dad in particular is really big, a tall man, big, and um, like he can be sort of rough. Like he could probably be kind of like rough, and I think only acts like he misinterprets you know, loud noises or like, um, if you move too fast, he gets scared. Mm. So, he's, so,
4: so he's, that's weird that he says he's worried that they're, like, that whole visual of the skin coming off is such a weird image to me. But um, yeah, it's that the scary. Gonna, what did he say? Yeah. So it's like he's going to – he's worried they're going to transform into someone else. So, but you're saying that there's, like, a lot of, like, fast movements. I mean, it's a typical fearful dog. Do you typically have him on leash
1: when you –
6: Well, we don't really um, take him out very much. Like, um, he goes out in our backyard. We have a fenced-in backyard. But he doesn't like to go – he doesn't like to go out Only He's just sort of, um, he barks at everybody. Like, he's just on guard all the time. Mm. And he misinterpret, I think he's just misinterpreting what
4: yeah, other people. Yeah, he's reacting. He's reacting yes. to fast movements and he's reacting. And so what we need to do is to teach him how to calm himself. So yes. I don't know if you've heard me talk about the calming signals before, but they're, And I'm going to tell him now at the same time, but they're licking, yawning, blinking their eyes, looking and looking away, sitting down, Uh lying down, stretching, coming to you at an arc. And so we want him to do those signals when he's around like your dad or someone who's moving a fast instead of just reacting. He needs to really learn how to calm himself and think. And what's really neat about you having other dogs is that he can learn those calming signals from the other dogs. So but one of the things, Oli, that I want you to think about is to think about how are you, like, blinking your eyes and licking and yawning. And right now you're having some false fears because grandpa is, not, is really a sweet man. He might move really fast. He might be kind of rough and have, like, a deeper voice. But he's a nice man and he likes dogs and he's going to be okay with you. So you just kind of have to learn that people body language and animal body language is different. And so when your grandpa, like, hovers over you, it's not aggression. It's just being friendly and wanting to make be, me or, be your friend. Or if he bends with his torso down towards you, he's not being aggressive. He's just wanting to be your friend. So people body language and animal body language are different. It's really important for you to know. And so what would help you to be okay around them because you want to be able to go to family functions it'd be so much more fun and you could be way more confident than you are you're getting scared for no reason he says he wants to be the kind of dog that knows how to stand in between his person's legs calmly so what he's saying is when he's nervous if you give him a place to stand in between your legs maybe that would calm him down okay have you ever tried that? No, I haven't.
6: Um, I I haven't actually tried that. Usually, we end up just putting him in like a, a different room because mm-hmm. he gets really stressed out. And I I wonder if that's easier for him to be in a different room or if he would yeah. like to try to like to be around us still.
4: Yeah. Well, I and how old did you say
6: he is? He um, is five, almost oh. going to be six. No.
4: Yeah. Die? He's going to so he's been living this way a long time. Yes, yes. And you've had him since he was a pup? Yes, we've had him yeah. all
6: his life. He has two older brothers who are Dotsons as well, and um, one in particular I think kind of um, the next one, the middle one, I think he kind of tries to bully him, and I try to stop that as much as I can when I'm around it. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, not, like, mean bullying him, but he'll, like, kind of play with him and, I think, kind of be like, well, I'm the boss of you. And I try to stop that, but
4: um, I don't know if... Why he thinks that the people are going to be more dominant to him is because he's sort of getting bullied by his brother. And so uh-huh.
1: I would think about if you could sort of see if you could get a little
4: bit more assertive in stopping that behavior of, it, of the uh-huh. brother... And sort of uh-huh. mean it a little bit more when he does it. And sometimes behavior like that looks like they're fooling around, but they're not really playing. They're just being dominant because they can. And when you come in and you're assertive, they might react a little bit and make it, like, get worse for a little bit. But you want to, like, nick it and get it, get it to stop. Get it in the I, bud. Yeah, and then let Ollie start to feel safe because what we really need to do is get I mean, he's a small dog. He can live a long time. There's one thing that's like, okay, you could just put him in the other room and like not deal with training, but do we really want to do that to Ollie or do we want to give him five to ten minutes where you've got dedicated your attention to him and you bring out chicken or something and you get him to just sit? We
6: have tried training and we've really tried training and we have done the reward system and tried that. He's fine to the extent of having the food there, but once you give it to him, it's like then he goes back on to um upset, like he's upset. And I hate having to put him up because, like, I, I want him to be with us because he's such a yeah. sweet dog, just us. But I feel like it stresses him out more to, yeah. to be in well, the situation.
4: I want you to start praising for those calming signals. So, praising okay. for the licking, the yawning, the blinking of the eyes, and really uh-huh. only think about 10 minutes with him out with you guys and then put him up. Okay. So, just give him little bits of time where he can succeed. Where he does okay. the he gets the treat, he licks and yawns, he gets the treat, and then out he go and you put him up. Okay. Um, and because you just, we need to praise him. Sometimes we just become these treat machines and they think, okay. When mom is training me, I feel safe, but then as soon as she stops, what do I do with myself? And that's why right. it's important to teach the calming signals because they can do that without you.
1: Okay, um, okay.
4: And then, like, you can also, like, even give them, like, go lie down and give them, like, a place to lie down and then tell your dad, say, like, don't even look at him when he's in that spot. So that he can go yeah. maybe he has like, a safe spot. Like, you could bring him a little blanket and do that with him. But sort okay. of Control him a little bit more. I would even put him on leash when you bring him in the house. So so he knows he's got, you know, he can't just, like, run and spin and, you know, whatever, however he does his barking. But, Ali, mom is going to work on you about being more confident because you're five years old, and it's ridiculous because you have some fears that are are not based on reality. All right? And so we really want you to become confident in your lifetime. You've got many years left. You could live another ten more years or more. So you need to learn just a little bit, like to trust your mom a little bit. I'm telling you this, everyone that your mom puts you around is safe. So you just lick and yawn and blink your eyes and just realize that you can have a whole new idea of your whole being. And you know that feeling of having anxiety and feeling like you have to bark? It doesn't need to be there, which would be the coolest thing if it wasn't there anymore. So you got to start licking and yawning and blinking your eyes and taking your treat from mom and then go up and you go hang out in the other room. And then you come back and you do it again. But you can do it. I know you can. He says, I'm sort of wanna when you explain it that way, but I'm still scared. Blink your eyes then, honey. Blink your eyes. I sort of want to figure everything out. Well, when you figure everything out is in the thinking, not in the engaging. So when you engage in the barking, you can't figure it out. You figure it out later on in the thinking. Oh, so, okay. So last time you were with your dad, your grandpa. I want you to think about that and think about did grandpa hurt you in any way, or do you think his body language was just confusing? I think maybe his knees are big. They are big. <laughs>
1: he just had knees. Yeah. Me- he just
4: had knee surgery.
1: Oh, he just had knee surgery?
6: Yeah, he he literally just had one of his knees replaced.
4: <laughs> well, see, he just had a hurt knee, and he had to go to the doctor. So it's kind of neat you notice that about his knees. See, you're very observant. See?
6: Is he happy oh. with us and his sister? Yeah, I love, your people.
4: Yeah, I love my people. He says, I love my people, and, and my, my sister is nice, and the, my, the other dog, sometimes he's like, ow, ow, ow. Does he punch him in the neck or something or grab him in the neck?
6: Yes, he does. He does. Yeah. I try to get him to stop that.
4: <laughs> you know what? I actually, it's not a bad idea to take him to the chiropractor because maybe he's out in his body, and then that's okay. affecting his nervous system and making him a little bit more amped. Okay, uh-huh. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. We'll do some of those things and then call us back and we'll check on him and see how he's doing.
6: I will. Thank you all so much. I hope you all have a great afternoon. You Thank too. You. you
4: too. Be brave, Ollie. Lick and yawn.
3: Yeah, lick and yawn. Your eyes. I love
4: it when I tell him to think about grandpa and he says he has big knees and he doesn't <laughs>
3: He had an Easter That's amazing.
1: So cute. That's
3: amazing. Okay, um, hopefully I'm... For me, 9133, you are on. Tell us who your animal, what kind of name, uh, species, age, alive, or... You are on. Go ahead, 9133.
2: Hi, my name's Misha. My cat is a black Scottish Fold named Mister. And I think he's probably, I don't know, seven or eight years old. And um, I kind of took over the care of him after my grandmother passed away. She told me that she wanted him to kind of be in good care, so I kind of took him under my wing. And he's oh. when I said that he's scared of everything, I mean that in the sense that he is scared of like loud noises, movement. Um I want him to come and hang out in like in the living room. He spends a lot of time in my room and uh, my family loves him and I would love for him to hang out. We have two we have two dogs and one other cat, so I want and he gets along with them great. But um
1: I want he
2: scared like that when he lived with your grandma? Um Yeah, a little bit, and he lived with my uncle, so her son and his wife, and they were kind of um, loud and aggressive, just in their own personality, so I was thinking maybe he was nervous with them at home, um, and they just kind of saw that behavior, and it kind of just stayed with them, but he Um, attaches himself...
4: Maybe he heard the licking and yawning too, because that will help him too. So let me get let me get him, Mister. Right? he he looks like a little owl in this picture. Remember, he looks yeah. like a little black owl. Yeah. <laughs> I, people He's,
2: say that a lot. That's so funny. Do they? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um. Okay, little
1: buddy, are you listening? Did you hear?
4: He said, my mom that died lives in a windy city now.
1: Do, oh. do you know what
4: that would mean by any chance?
2: No. I mean... Okay,
4: so it's not like she was from Chicago or <laughs> something. No, um, no. So it might be that she, one of the ways that she shows herself to you and your family is that she comes in the wind. So she might, like, blow things, like like wind chimes or just blow the breeze on your face. I just sort of pay attention to that.
2: That's um, weird because I just had um, a wind blow on my face yesterday, and I thought it was super weird because I was inside and there was, like, no fans on.
1: Oh, really? That was your grandma then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. that was your grandma.
2: That's amazing. Oh,
1: I love that.
4: And also, i got to tell you something. She says I'm scared of everything, but it's not true. I'm not scared of her. Okay. And I'm not scared of the sheets on the bed. Oh, my God. They <laughs> crinkle and move and I don't run away. You know what he's
2: talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I do. My bed is kind of loud. And there are sometimes like, if I make a, a quick movement, he'll, like, he'll get a little scared, but that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I have a lot of happy times where I live. Oh, good. That's so, I'm so glad to hear that.
4: They say, come on out here, and I say, are you joking? <laughs> have you ever seen all those dog legs? It would be really hard to get around them, oh my
2: <laughs> my dogs are they're super hyper, and uh we keep them outside during the day because they can go to the bathroom when we're all gone at work and so when we open the door, they're so excited, and every time he'll be hanging out 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 in the living room or something, they'll come right out and he'll dart back into my room because they're so excited. <laughs>
1: Honey, if you're just so
2: excited to
4: come into the house, maybe you could find a place up high and just watch them. You know, maybe you don't need to, like, maybe that's, like, the old you that needed to just run away, but maybe you could find, like, licking and yawning and blinking your eyes and get up high where they can't get to you, and you could just sort of watch them more. That might be good for you to kind of get to know them better just by watching. He says, what I sort of think is fun is song time. I like music, and I like voices.
2: That's so funny. I go to bed, and I play my music, and he comes right up, and he lays with me, like lays right on my chest. Yeah, he's a good cuddler. He'll come, and he'll... Gosh, he can't, it's like he can't get close enough to me. You're too worried about me.
1: <laughs>
4: I mean, really, I'm okay. Aww. Inside, I'm tough. <laughs> and you know what? I got to tell you something. Your grandma is really proud of you for taking such good care of me. She says you deserve a special bonus. And it's going to be a surprise, but you're going to get a bonus. I wonder what that is. So maybe maybe if something, like, really exciting happens, like, you know, soon, in the next month or so, know that that was sent from your grandma. You know, because they can, like, they can help, you know, put people together and make things happen. And, you know, I don't know what that big bonus is. Bonus always is money
1: so, no. I hope it's, I was going to say, I hope it's money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's really money then. Wow. He's so cute.
2: Isn't he? I love him so much. He's my little man. I just love him so much.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: thanks so for well. calling in. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a good day.
4: You
3: Thank too. You. <laughs> he really looks like a little owl. I know
4: he does. He's so adorable. I just love him. I love all the mm-hmm. animals today. I mean, I love them every day. But yeah, they're super
1: cute.
3: They're really cute. Um, so we're running out uh, of some time, so I want to get to some Facebook uh, posts uh, since we might not have time for a whole caller. So I see one here, um, Otis. We talked to Otis today. Have we?
4: Um, I don't know why I'm having. I'm hearing you, oh, you are, oh yeah, okay, I see Otis, yeah, I do, I hear like you're you break up every so often, sometimes you're crystal clear, and the other times I don't hear you. I'm working okay. on my human telepathy skills with you today, okay, well, can you
3: read the <laughs> uh post
4: here for Otis, the little mm-hmm. the little pug, yeah, okay, so now Otis is um is wearing a bee costume and is a little pug, which I have to say in itself is really funny because, not funny, but I've been dreaming about bees a lot lately. Like yesterday morning I woke, there was like this whole swarm of bees, and I was like in the middle of the bees. And then I was like, what do you have to say to me, bee? And then I woke up. And then like yesterday in my car there was like a bee flying around in my car. So this whole bee is. Is interesting. Maybe that's okay. Okay. So here's Otis. He passed away on December 28th in 2013, and I really just want to know if he's okay. He knows that I love him and understands I did everything that I could to make his life a happy one, and most importantly, why I had to let him go. Aw. Overall, I just want to know that he's okay. Thanks. Okay, Otis, did you hear? He says, I like bees, too. My mom might be able to find me and bees. I want to tell my mom that in heaven there's no tears. There's only roly-poly love. It's just the kind of love where you just want to squeeze each other and liquor on the face. And I tell her, I understand I had to go. I was not well, Mom. He says his nose is much better here. It feels like he can breathe really well, and it feels like it's not dry. Mom, you're still my super good friend.
0: Mom, I lie with
4: you all the time but I also walk and wiggle next to you. I'm really good at running around you. If you're curious whether or not I'm around you or not, I'm the buzzing around you. So I don't know how old Otis was when he passed away, but what he's saying is that when he comes to his person, that he's much more, like, energetic. So he might be more of an energetic feeling than when she last saw him. And like she might see him out of the corner of her eye, like moving fast. And I love you, mom. Aww, so sweet. That was Otis, and you see
3: Otis on the psychic radio. And time for words of wisdom. Storm King around.
1: Yeah, Stormy is around. I gotta go wake him up. He's around. Harmy. Tony, where's the wisdom, honey? What do you want to say? What do you want to say from where's the wisdom?
4: He says you have to understand that spirits come and talk to you in many ways. What ways are those, honey? Sometimes they talk and you hear them in your mind. Sometimes you feel them in your belly. Sometimes you see them in an animal. Like another animal comes for them and gives you a message. For all of you that's lost your animals, they know you love them, and they don't have any regrets. And they are not scared. And you don't need to worry about them. Because in heaven, your tears turn to laughter and happiness. And you're all heart in heaven. Aw. You're
1: I mean, so super sweet. I know there must be another
4: there must be a lot of other callers that have animals that have passed away. They must be saying that to all those callers and listeners.
3: Yeah. and to All of our callers and listeners who have gotten on today, uh, try to call in next week. We'll post your pictures and stuff on our Facebook page. And maybe if you don't get to your call, we can answer it over the air or in the chat room. Uh, we do try to get to as many as we can every week. Um, so... Tune in next week to the Pet Psychic Radio Show when we talk to the animals. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com, for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. And don't forget to like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. If you're not following us on Twitter, please do so, at the, that's thepetpsychic. And we'll see you all next week. Until then, can talk to the
1: right Laura? Hi hey,
4: everyone, talk to the animals.